Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In this episode, virtual photography events in the age of the pandemic. Hey everybody, Keith Dotson here, and as a photographer and a lover of all things photography related, I think we might be living in the golden age of photography. I know many people might disagree, but in addition to the boom of casual photography as one of the most pervasive forms of expression in contemporary society, serious photography is more accepted than ever by galleries and museums. Many people don't realize that photography has struggled over the decades to be seen as real art, but no more. As an example, There's a terrific exhibition of photography called The Magnetic West, The Enduring Allure of the American West, on show right now at the Sioux City Arts Center in Sioux City, Iowa. This is a city of 82,000 people in the true heartland of America. Sioux City is on the western edge of Iowa, on the Missouri River, at the corner of Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota. Sioux City is halfway between Omaha and Sioux Falls. This is true cornfield country, and the Sioux City Art Center has a room called the Corn Room that displays the fabulous Corn Room mural painted by Grant Wood in 1926. This is a beautiful rolling cornfield landscape that was commissioned by a businessman for a hotel, and it was actually lost for decades under wallpaper and paint, but luckily it was uncovered and saved, and it's really uh, an amazing thing to see. It surrounds an entire room in the museum. But I digress. My point is this. Quality photography is being accepted and exhibited everywhere now, and that's a good thing. But also, thanks to the pandemic, arts organizations are reaching out in novel ways that they never have before, and that means that photography lovers can enjoy things from a distance. Don't get me wrong, I do miss seeing photo exhibits in person. There's nothing like seeing a fine print face-to-face, but these virtual exhibits bring us to events we wouldn't otherwise see at all. The Magnetic West, the enduring allure of the American West. And to be clear, I haven't been to Sioux City, so what I'm talking about here is being gleaned from the Art Center's publicity materials. But the Magnetic West is an exhibition that explores the importance of the Western landscape in the shaping of the American identity. Here's a quote from the exhibition page. Some of the most significant photographers from the 20th century found their voice in the Western landscape, including Ansel Adams, Laura Gilpin, and Edward Weston. During the Great Depression, photographers like Dorothea Lange and Walker Evans, hired by the Farm Security Administration, documented rural and urban living conditions across the country. End quote. Now, it's important to recognize that the American pursuit of eminent domain brought conflict and devastation to indigenous people, and the exhibit doesn't ignore the Native American angle on things, including work by Native American photographers in the mix. One of my personal favorites in the exhibition is by Sioux City Journal news photographer George I. Newman, who lived from 1909 to 1983. Shot in 1947 and printed recently with archival pigments, his black-and-white photograph shows a white building with a big sign that says Emmett's Tavern, with a Coca-Cola sign prominent right in the middle of the words. Parked across the front of the building are five classic American automobiles from that era. It's just really a slice of Americana, and I love it. 
museum curator Marianne Redding posted a Facebook video of herself talking about one particular photograph by Elaine Mays called Auto Landscape, Utah, 1971. I love this photograph. It's a spare black and white print of the vast desert with mountains on the distant horizon. Along the bottom edge is a horizontal ribbon of road with a big puddle in the foreground. You can tell it's probably a puddle in the median between two divided lanes of the highway. Anyways, in the center of the frame on the highway reflecting in the big puddle is a small Greyhound bus going in the opposite direction. It looks so small and insignificant in the uh, vast desert landscape, but yet it still uh, draws attention. It's a stunning image, and I'll include a link to the video in the uh, write-up about this podcast. Now, as a part of the exhibition, arranged by the Sioux City Art Center, I was able to attend a virtual studio visit with photographer Mark Klett, that's K-L-E-T-T, who broadcasts live to a small group of us from his studio in Arizona. Klett has some work in the Magnetic West exhibition. He's a geologist turned photographer and professor of art in Arizona, and his work is held in over 80 museum collections, and he's the author of 15 books. I first heard of Klett when I saw an exhibition of his well-known saguaro cactus photographs here in Tennessee. I was instantly enamored by them. Those are straightforward black and white photographs of the cacti, which are a favorite subject of his still until today. And in those days, he made silver gelatin prints at 16 by 20 inches from large format Polaroid negatives. Now he's printing in his studio at monumental sizes with a 64-inch inkjet printer. So Klett gave us a tour of his 2,100-square-foot studio. He began by showing us his printing setup, mostly digital now, with multiple Mac workstations and, uh, like I said, a 64-inch color printer. He's working a lot with stereoscopes like the ones made in the 1800s. You know, those are those things where you would look at two photographs side-by-side through little lenses and it would give you a 3D effect. Klepp said that his father bought a stereoscopic camera in the 1940s before he was born, and all of his childhood photos are stereoscopic. He's making some stereoscopic images now that are small enough for viewing on tabletops and others that are wall mural size. He also showed us uh, something of his called sun sticks, which are small sculptures that he originated uh, by starting out with a simple stick that he poked into the ground on camping trips in the desert to help him identify when the sun would, where the sun would be when he woke up. Um, I don't really understand the purpose of it, but over time he began embellishing these sticks making them into small sculptures. Now he's got them displayed on his uh, walls in his studio. Every one is unique, and the place is literally lined with hundreds of these sun sticks. And it was an interesting thing to hear him talk about that. We also went into the storage room where he uses industrial shelving to hold supplies, but he showed us in there a different collection. In there he has walls dotted with small custom-made shelves, each one holding an artifact or object that Klett found in the Arizona desert while out on his his, uh, camping trips and photo outings. These are objects that include a huge range of things like bullets and spent shells, some of which are terrifyingly large. I mean, what kinds of weapons are people using out in the desert anyways? He also has broken car parts and all kinds of other things. And it's kind of funny because when he has these lit and mounted, they resemble works of art. Anyways, it was fascinating to hear Klett's background storage for collecting these objects to see what he and his students and assistants are working on. I have to say, I felt energized and inspired by his talk. I encourage you to take part in these virtual photo events, and I hope they will continue even after the pandemic is long gone in the rearview mirror. This one was totally free of charge. And when the world opens back up, be sure to go see photo exhibits live again, too. It'll transform your way of thinking about your own work. Anyways, that's all I've got for this episode. Thanks for listening, 
and I'll talk to you again real soon.